0: Oh, face Hole. It sounds like a, 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 all girl punk rock band. Face Hole? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Don't Google that. Well, there was a grunge band called Hole. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a Courtney Love's band.
0: Yeah. Had that
1: one song that everybody knows, and that's it. Oh, Celebrity Skin. It's a good song. Why is she? Why was she even famous? Because she murdered Kurt Cobain. I thought she. I thought she was married to him. Both are words that start with M. One of them may or may not be true. Maybe we should have a poll. Hey listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 212. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and everybody. Continue the arc within an arc by lumping some bugs now. Hit our theme song. Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good, what is going down? Whole ton is going down. It is snowing like mad outside, but it's nice and warm in the CCO studio. Slash control room. Yes. We've got stories to tell, a really cool deck to talk about, some more previews to go over that could go, possibly go into this deck or decks of its ilk. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official sponsor,
0: fusiongamingonline.com, their source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. Very much so. I've got my Commander Legends ordered. Ooh. Baby, it's me. coming in the mail.
1: Yeah, me, me too. It's going to be at the store soon.
0: Man, I'm so pumped. I'm I, so I'm so pumped for opening up foil prismatic pipers. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, I'm,
1: I don't know, I'm tempered somewhat. I am. I really like this set. Yep. There's lots going on and there's you know, lots to be excited about. You know. But my excitement is just You
0: yeah. know? I don't I don't know why. Well, you know what? I'm I was I was thinking about this a lot lately where it's like we are we are in the, I don't want to say the sunset of our Magic playing career, because it's not like we're getting out anytime soon, but it's like we're in middle of summer, you know, that time in between lunch and dinner, lunch and supper, where it's just like, hey, it's daytime. It's daytime all the time. It's daytime all the time. And it's like, ugh, spoiler season does kind of a shitty job of like, Act or, or making us feel like we're discovering new things because it's like, oh, somebody's fucking complaining on Twitter about this card that I like, and now it's like, oh, I'm not even excited about it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> somebody brought me down. That's the opposite of what we're trying to do with the arc of good vibes Yeah. and the opposite of what we're doing by lumping bugs in part of our set review kind of mini arc. Mini micro arc. arc, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. micro arc, not to be confused with micro bikinis, which are awesome. Truth. Yes, yeah. And anybody can wear a bikini. Yes, even micro ones. Yeah. I've I seen Borat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Bug, for everybody that yep. everybody knows, is black, blue, and green. They're the three most powerful colors in Magic. There's no real hole in the game plan to fill with new cards. <laughs> so we're just going to talk about some of the cards here in this deck. And uh, it is a interesting strategy that can really benefit from some of the cards that have been printed in
0: commander legends that's right yeah we've i think when i was looking at the deck i was trying to find ways to to say okay this is what the black portion of the deck does then let's look at black and commander legends kind of some of the jank hidden gems weird stuff that we might like this is what blue does in the deck let's look at some weird blue cards in commander legends stuff that you're not going to hear every other set review talk about this uh this week this month right and then the same for green you know what I did when I looked at this deck? What did you do? I just started cutting colors from it to see if we could just do the exact
1: same deck in mono color, And you can.
0: In mono red and play Brash Taunter. <laughs> that's
1: what I thought you were going to say. No, that's two weeks from now.
0: Two weeks from two now. Two weeks
1: from now, there will be a deck and I will say put a Brash Taunter in it. Mono red, if you've got one. Send it in. If it doesn't have a brash
0: taunter, it will by the end of the show. That's it. That's it. That's (laughs) funny. We're still getting brash taunter lists. We're still getting brash taunter lists, brash taunter jokes. At CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando on Twitter. CommanderCookIt at gmail.com if if you want to send us a list. If you're part of the preferred deck list channel on the Discord, it's one of the benefits of becoming a patron. You can send them there. That's where we look sort of first to see decks and just hear some of the chat about the decks. And that's where the brash taunter kind of inception came from yeah, taunter gate taunter gate and there was like 13 decks in that episode the the, the video version just went live this morning so get oh, onto neat. youtube and watch it if you're not watching us on youtube or subbed on youtube you can get on there if you want to pick up any of the cards that are in this deck had a brain fart there pick up any of the <laughs> cards in the deck of course sponsor fusiongamingonline.com you can go there use cco fusion 5 all caps and then the number 5 5 percent off your order singles that's right, five percent off your singles. If you pair it with their deal of the week, right, you can get up to like twenty percent off on Ooh. stuff. That's actually good value. That's not too bad. That is what I would be doing. I always look for their deal of the week because uh, I you're like cheap. To, I'm cheap. I like <laughs> to buy cards. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're cheap, you know what you know what cheap in CCO Nation is called? Getting maximum value. Yeah. 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 You're there. not wrong. Yeah. Got there. Yeah, got there. Maximum value. And, of course, if you want to be a patron and get your CCO nickname, we've got some of them. Oh, yeah. Patreon.com slash CCO podcast. We appreciate you. We do. We appreciate you so much. We want to butcher your names and give you pseudonyms that everybody can make fun of you for. Yeah. yeah. Should, should, should we begin? <laughs> Let's give them some examples. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've got an increase. So okay. he's already got a nickname. So this is a good example. Okay. This is Tim Rack. He's the Rack. The rack. Tim has a huge, if you will. Rack, yes. Yes, yes. Okay, so Tim, thank you. Above and beyond. Oh, and F you also, yeah. And I like how we can just actually just give the finger to the camera now. Yeah. You can do that. I'll say F you so any of the audio listeners are apprised of what's going on. Everybody's got to know what's happening because if there's just some weird pause...
1: Nobody can see the ridiculous face that I make or the finger gesture that I yeah. give. The finger
0: blast, if you will. Yes. Which sort of ties into our next nickname. Another benefit of the, the Discord. Oh, my favorite benefit. Finger <laughs> blasting. Okay. Speaking of finger blasting, we've got a returning patron. Oh, that's fun. Went through some financial hiccups, if you will. Come back, support, be part of the nation again. Super happy that everything's straightened out for them. Yeah. Cohen Mommersteig. He was mommy. But now he's back. He's mama's back. Mummy's dark side. <laughs> Mummy finger blast. He got finger blasted a second time. Okay, now finger blast mommy
1: too. Ooh, that is I like it. <laughs> now, I don't want to not tell you to Google something or tell you not to Google something, but if there has ever been a time for me to say that, I'm gonna say it. Finger blast Mummy too back? What what was it again? Finger Blast Mommy 2?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it would be the number two, not as well. And I'm sure that you could probably there get it on at DVD. Least, there yeah. would
0: be at least two fingers.
1: <laughs> yeah. We don't know. And nobody. Yeah. nope, No. It's very taboo. And that's not what we're about here at CCO Nation. We are
0: wholesome family, family entertainment. That's right. So, Cohen, Finger Blast Mommy 2, Mom or Stig? Welcome. Thank you. And, of course, F-U. F you. <laughs> okay. Now, Okay. Those are the warm-ups because we already had nicknames in mind. Right. Next up, new patron, big thank you, f you to Robert Gallantine. Hmm. Robert Gallon at a time.
1: Gallon at a time. Could be beer. Could be something else. We don't know. We don't judge.
0: I hope that it's beer. Beer is good. Robert Gallon at a time. Okay. Last nickname. Big shout out. F you. Thank you. To Grim J that's GJ for short I don't know what a GJ is but if it's anything functionally or s- closely akin to a BJ a, a YJ a HJ a ZJ we can't afford it I mean, we can't afford it <laughs> you got the reference <laughs> okay. dude you
1: think you're going to make a movie reference and <laughs> I'm not going to get? what the hell <laughs> yeah. GJ I don't know what that is but if we urban dick that is his first name Grim Or is that? Did he give himself a name? He. Oh yeah, he gave himself a name.
0: He's Grim J.
1: What are these Grim about?
0: I don't know. You got to give him a real name. Paul Henderson. Paul Henderson J. That's a hockey player, I think. That's PHJ. That is probably something that we shouldn't Google. (laughs) (laughs) PHJ, welcome. Oh man. It's great to have all the new patrons. It's great to have all of the returning patrons, all the existing patrons. We do appreciate it very much. And uh, it's a great place to be in the nation. I like to think so. I was just thinking on the way in, I, 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 I seen a comment come up and I stopped like kind of before I turned off onto the highway. And it was like... Some somebody said something about uh, can you fit that many episodes? Can you do that many Brash Taunters? Is Brash Taunter that good? It was some comment on a YouTube, right? And I was what? like, I was like, huh, you must be new here. <laughs> it's like, man, everybody in the nation gives us such good comments, good feedback, and it's just it's so good to talk to everybody and interact, and especially now that I'm playing more with you online and like st- streaming games on Zoom and whereby and stuff. My my magic. Um, everything is reinvigorated. Yes. Yes. You
1: can play again.
0: Yes. My magic has lasted more than three hours. You should call the doctor. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The doctor. Fucking.
0: I was going to say something, but no, no, no.
1: (laughs) Wholesome family entertainment, Ryan.
0: Yep. Wholesome family. Entertainment. You have some wholesome family entertainment for us before we get to the deck list. We I... haven't even said who the command is. Oh, I, we're, we will.
1: Fuck him. Fuck it after I tell these stories. So speaking of the nation, how it's a great place to be, I have had this last week off, the past five days. Yep. And I said last week, if anybody wants to play a game, get a game in with me, I'm free, Yep. get a hold of me. few people did. I have played lots of good games. I want to highlight one in particular that I played on Thursday with a dude named John Michael. Hmm. And fred with a ph and i think i think cameron was the other name i wrote down all the guys names because i have i can't remember anybody's (laughs)
0: name and i didn't bring it so that sounds like a nickname we would give
1: (laughs) (laughs) and not only we had some fucking kick-ass games with some fucking cool-ass dudes all of them live in different states And they all live in, like, different places. And one of them lives in a dry county, which I didn't know existed. Yes. He has to drive 40 minutes to buy beer one way. Oh, I was going to say, well, I kind of have to do that. Like, (laughs) like 40 minutes from his house, he buys the beer. And then he drives 40 minutes back to his house. Where does he live? Like, Utah? South Carolina? What? Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. That's where they make whiskey. Maybe that's why. They make too much. (laughs) Like, I didn't even know that was a thing, also, I learned that there are Walmarts down in the states that in the automotive department, you can buy the car. No way didn't know that. I don't know if I'd buy a car from Walmart. It's maybe stick to a dealership, probably, yep. but I didn't know they had like knockoff brand cars. I didn't know that <laughs> knock off brand cars, but now it's like Moyota, <laughs> moyota Waloda, <laughs> tonda <laughs> I'll
0: do a Wanda. A Wanda.
1: <laughs> And this was the one that just, this blew my mind, because we live in Canada, we live in Saskatchewan, we live in like, I would say the most, I'm going to say gun crazy part of the country, really, everybody here is a hunter, they all have guns, very common. But you don't really see them that often because...
0: Because we're not
1: America. People keep them locked up and shit. They're they're real highly regulated. They're in safes. They're in boxes. You can't show them. It's a a big deal. We
0: don't whip them out on the freeway if we get in a fender bender and fucking kill the person who hit us? I don't know. It's just us. Maybe it's just fucking us. Maybe we're doing it wrong. And for some reason, we got to talking about that during the game. Okay. And one of the guys I'm
1: playing with just like, here, check this out. And he just like whipped out his gun. (laughs) Just whipped his fucking hammer out. And it's like... Holy shit. He got guns. Wow. And he he's got like, guns and shit. And he's like, look at this. This is how gun crazy we are on the stage. And he, like, pulls the clip out because it's it's a loaded gun that he has had with him. And the bullets were shaped like little crayons. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> and they were colored and everything. And I was like, wow. Wow. It's why, like, why the fuck would you want to shoot somebody with fucking. With a like, Crayola crayon? Royal why blue. Not? <laughs> why not? Ryan, if you give me the fucking blues. <laughs> <laughs> Purple dirt motherfucker. Like it was awesome though. Oh, it, was, fuck. It, was, it was so cool. Like it was like being on another planet with these dudes. I was playing fucking kick-ass magic games. We played an all-nath game where everybody played omnath. Oh yeah. So that was pretty cool. That was,
0: sounds like next gate. Omgate. There's <laughs> three different omnaths. Nice. We
1: lost we didn't have the the Animar colored one.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Fuck that guy. Yeah, fucking play Animar. You know what happened in that game? You Lotus Cobra? Perilous Foyers sacked a land. Ooh. I bolted a guy 21 times
0: <laughs> <laughs> for the cost of one mana. Oh, I love a good 21 bolts. I won a game with doubling a bolt to fucking deal exaxes. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't doubled. I, I doubled a Chandra's Ignition on oh, Lenny.
1: Doubled a was did you have to, or did you just do
0: no, 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 I did. I did, because he had two treasures and gained six life, and I was like, fuck, that puts him right to three. And then I just had a bolt in my hand. I was like, oh, fucking bolt, held it up to the camera like this. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> all right. Second story. Real okay. quick. This is a fast one.
1: I just wanted to set... We always are talking about FusionGamingOnline.com, yep. source for all your gaming needs. They're, they're 7 out of 10, at least. Very medium. The... Other part of the game, if you need to procure anything, yes, is your local game store. That's Very right. important to support those. They're your brick and mortar stores. They're your community hub. They're where you go to play your games probably when things get back to normal. Yep. It's important that we support those people and, as and, well.
0: And you know what? Just to stay on Fusion real quick is they are a, a local game store and we have been there. And it they, they look like, this is what I say, they look like a local game store. They got stuff all over the walls and shelves and games and fucking shit everywhere. But it's like cleaner than lots of local game stores. am just <laughs> going to throw
1: that out there, so shout out. So, and I just wanted to send a th- I was trying to get my hands on a Commander Collection yep. green foil yes. edition. Yes. Trying to get my hands on one. Nowhere locally has them. They're sold out during at my normal online haunts. Couldn't find one anywhere. Mm. But my second, my local game store in my heart out in Edmonton, you know them well as well. They're called Taps for Effect Games. Yep. They don't ship or anything, but they're just a local game store. They had them. And I called the guy up. I was like, yo, man, I'm in there all the time. I'm with Commander Cookout Podcast. I'm, I really want this. Like, is oh, there and that's any way- why you're asking if anybody's going to Edmonton. Is there any chance you can get me one? He's like, oh, yeah, I've heard of you guys. And I remember you coming into the store. I'll send you one, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's like fucking local dudes who you forge a relationship with, and because you have that relationship, they go out of their way to help you out. And that's the kind of thing that you get at a local game store, and it's important why you... You you go out and you support those people because they're the guys that are gonna go that extra mile for you yeah. to make sure that you get to play the game that we all love. And so big shout out to them helping me out, and big shout out to all the people who are supporting and running the local game stores, keeping our community as vibrant and as awesome as it possibly can be. Word word to that. Uh,
0: you know that Fusion's getting commander green, right?
1: Not they they were out of foil
0: once. Oh, yeah, I wanted a foil one. I bought them already. <laughs> Just kidding. <I> <laughs> Who's the commander, Ryan? Commandy. We're we're 16 minutes in. Commandy time? Sure. Volrath the shape stealer. So if you said that, your name's entered in to win the fucking stinky old onion bag pack. Is he the the 7-5 shape shifter for green? black blue two that
1: at the beginning of combat on your turn you put a minus one minus one counter on up to one target creature and then for one until your next turn he becomes a copy of target creature with a counter on it except it has that ability and is a seven five
0: yes i was gonna make a joke about like being the mono black one but we're already too far in to get a good set review for these three fucking colors (laughs) (laughs) should we do a deck we should do a deck real quick, and what we're going to do is highlight the best things in the deck that are the three colors that Volrath is. We're going to take a look and see if Black gets any help in the enchantment destruction category. It happened Ooh. in Zendikar. It happened in Zendikar, or what I was thinking is, did we get any help for that mass discard deck? That's one of the things in the set review proper that I'm going to be looking for to see if mass discard becomes a thing in Commander. Because
1: everybody loves playing as mass discard.
0: I'm just saying.
1: I've learned that from my discard deck, how much people love that.
0: Yeah, we kind of did get tiny bones, but I'm I'm waiting on something that isn't tiny bones, because it's like $100, that is the, the control kind of discard deck. So we'll see if we got any help today. Sure. All right. Okay. In the interest of
1: brevity, yep. we are going to start with some clumps to get a bunch of the deck out of the way, because lots of people knows what this sort of stuff does, and then we're going to get into what this deck does, then how Commander Legends could help it out. Yes. Okay, we're going to start with ramp. Oh, 12 ramp cards. And they are Urban burgeoning, Song of Freilies, Sol Ring, Simic Signet, New Horizons, Market Festival, Gyre Engineer, Gift of Paradise, Demir Signet, Commander Sphere, Chromatic Lantern, and Arcane Signet. What
0: is Gyre Engineer?
1: Gyre Engineer is a mana dork that taps for blue green,
0: costs blue green one, and is a one one. Oh, I was hoping that it was going to be something more exciting. Nope. So we've got like Market Festival, G- Gift of Paradise. Those are enchant lands that give you extra mana when they when they are tapped, right? Yes. Yeah, I play those, and Urban Burgeoning is kind of the same. Urban Burgeoning untaps the land on each untap step. Yeah, yeah, I play that kind of stuff in my land, make lots of mana Enchantress deck. I put that on my Gaia's Cradle so that I can
1: play Sprout Swarm a whole bunch of times every turn. Yeah, I love a good Sprout Swarm. I like to use this $0.25 enchantment on my
0: $700 land (laughs) so that I can enable my $0.10 (laughs) commas. Welcome to CCO Nation. All right. <laughs> this has been your public service announcement on playing jank. So we've got some ways to protect your game plan. Sure. These are counter spells, shroud enablers, uh, the, the rapid hybridization, pongify, naturalize, god pharaoh's gift. Give that one a read. That's an artifact for seven at the beginning of
1: combat on your turn. You may exile a creature card from your graveyard if you do create a token copy of that card, except it's a 4-4 black zombie with haste.
0: Okay. Until end of turn. And yeah. then we've got exclude that, like, bounces or counters a creature. Counters a creature, draws a card. Deep freeze makes a zero four 4 And then arcane denial, which is a counterspell. So I want to highlight two themes thus far. We've looked at two categories. We've got sort of two themes. We've got ramp in green. Hmm. who to thunk? We've got protection denial in blue. Okay. Sure. We're going to look normally we would look to the new set to say hey are we getting any treats for this deck remember when we look to the the, to the new set commander legends today we're going to be looking for stuff that's outside of those two categories specifically things that are unique things that are i say jank but what i mean is kind of interesting unique weird themes right sure okay all right let's talk about some some things that draw cards Sure. Cuz everybody likes draw cards. And and we're in the 3 card draw colors. So everything I just said also true of card draw. Yes. We've got Underrealm Lich. That doesn't technically draw cards, but it it put cards into your hand, but it's like still really fucking good. It puts cards into your hand and then
1: two more cards into your other hand, which is your graveyard. Yeah. We have a Thought Sponge. Sure. We have a Tezzeret Gambit. Draws cards proliferates. Rashmi Eternity's Crafter. That's like a that's like a cascader. Shitty cascade. Colossal Majesty that's already been outclassed. That should probably be a Garrick's.
0: Let's draw a card for something. creature four. Yeah. Or bigger? Okay.
1: No. The Garrick one costs the same, does the same thing, but it gives your creatures trample, and it draws you a card when it comes into play. So Dang. Just cut that immediately. We have a cold eyed Selkie. Draws a card when it hits you. Also very good with Volrath. Broodbirth Viper. that that's myriad draw card when it hits you? Yep. It's a three, three, for five.
0: Fuck did I get there?
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very good. And a butt tracker.
0: A butt tracker. That sounds like it is draw a cardy.
1: <laughs> you pay two life and a black to put a plus one plus one counter on it, and then when it leaves play, you get a card for each plus one plus one counter that was on it. Oh, so okay, very cool. Okay, so we're looking for counters on cards, specifically your. I think it's your own cards. So right? blood tracker would do that. Yes, you could turn Volrath into a butt tracker,
0: and then if Volrath would die, you would let him die, then put him in the zone, and you'd get that death trigger now. Yeah, you get the one counter. That doesn't seem very good. (laughs) (laughs) Let's look at the actual Volrath targets because these are going to be the juicy things and these are going to be the things that maybe Commander Legends' unique, interesting cards in these colors would contribute to this deck. Yes. Oh, hey, we didn't say who the decks was. This is Morgan the Stick Stick. This is Morgan Sticky Batten. So Morgan Sticky Batter. Sure. Gross. Patreon submission... Thank you very much for contributing both both through the Patreon page and also with your deck. Yes. Yeah. Now, keeping in mind Valrath can count, or can, God damn, I hate when I fucking forget. <laughs> we always forget. It's, I know. That's my
1: life. That's how I live my life. <laughs> he also copies your opponent's shit, so that's important to note. If, you're, if they have counters on them. And Valrath also puts counters on things. Okay. So these aren't the only things that Valrath could become, but they are fucking good. So let's get in here. we got a Wind, Wind the Biting Gale. Not a Valrath target, because it's legendary.
0: Uh, yeah, but doesn't Valrath keep his name? No. What? It becomes a copy of the creature. Oh, but
1: it keeps his ability. Yeah, it keeps I the ability. I always forget that. Dang.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wind Wind, you could pay, you could pay t- one life and Demir and bounce Bouncer to your hand. Yep. Okay, and, so... And, oh. So you would want to make Valrath a copy of Widwin and have the original one die, and then you can bounce the Valrath to your hand to save it. Yes. That's what you'd do. Yes. Yeah. Ukima Stalking Shadow. Oh, this is a partner. Do we play the other one? We do. We do. So we could find them both because it got partner with Kazir Ruthless Stalker.
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. We'll get, to, we'll get to them in a minute.
0: Yeah, enters a battlefield, it deals X, or when it dies, it deals X, where X is its power, right? X damage to each player, or each target player,
1: you gain X life, where X is its power. So you can turn Volrath into that, and now it's immediately seven.
0: Seven. That's pretty good. That's good. And it's is it a die, or leave the battlefield? Leave the Ooh, battlefield. No. So you could turn it into Akima, and then you could... How does it work? You... Oh, you turn it into Widwin and bounce it, but bounce on the stack, you turn it into Akima, and then it'll leave the battlefield as Akima. You can double trigger it like that.
1: That's true. Yeah, okay. Also if note, Akima is unblockable, so now you have a 7-7 unblockable. Fuck, somebody's taking 14 then. It's also pretty good. We got a Trigon Predator.
0: All right, when it ETBs, it kills a thing. When it, hit, it deals combat damage.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. a flyer right. that hits something, kills a thing.
0: Oh. oh. Turn it into Akima. Attack. Make it to Trigon Predator. Make it a Widwin to bounce it. Make it Akima again. Fucking take seven more. <laughs> got there. Tree of Perdition. Tree of Perdition. You could set somebody's life total to 13. Okay, I got this. <laughs> I got this. Turn it in. Turn Valrath into Tree of Perdition. Set somebody's life total to 13. Okay. Turn it into Okima, make it unblockable, take seven, turn it into Trigon Predator, kill their enchantment, turn it into Widwin, <laughs> bounce it, turn it into Okima, it'll leave the battlefield, take seven more, kill them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I could go all day, baby.
1: But of course, it, it'll be tapped before it attacked, because you have to tap it as Tree of Perdition. So you have to give it vigilance. And then do all that shit that you just said during the attack step.
0: All right, well, we'll watch for vigilance then. <laughs> or an untapper. Maybe we're playing fucking uh, Umbral Mantle or some shit. <laughs> How about splitting slime? I don't know what this does, but it, it fits into the ooze stuff that we're going to inevitably talk about in Commander Legends.
1: It's a 3-3 three, three for green-green-3, three, monstrosity-3 three for green-green-4. When it becomes monstrous, you put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy of it. So you make it monstrous, you get another one. You can make the copy monstrous to get another one. You can make the copy monstrous oh, to get another yeah. one. Oh,
0: yeah, and th- they're, they're always Volraths. so when you get a copy of it, it'll die. That's when you turn the copy into an Akima. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, I'm not sure what the... Because you're copying Volrath Actually, Rath, you not.
0: can't turn the copy into Akima because state-based effects would just kill it. Never mind, don't correct me, I got it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, you can just make Vol-rat, Like You make 7-4 splitting slimes. With it, you're not making Volraths anymore. I don't think, are you? No, that'd still be legendary.
0: I have no fucking idea anymore. <laughs> no,
1: it wouldn't be because no, it's not Volrath anymore. It's a splitting slime. That's a seven force. You can just keep making Volraths, and they turn into ten sevens. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. That's
0: a good one. Sage of Hours. That's an extra turn spell. You can probably co- combo with this, right? Probably. P- plus, it's whenever you cast a spell, it gets a plus one. Then you can remove plus ones to take extra turn, right? Then you have to target it with a spell. Oh. Or an ability, right? No. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Sage of Hours. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're playing pump spells and stuff to, to make Valrath that and then to target it. Or you gotta use splitting slime and some other creatures we're gonna
1: talk about, maybe a forgotten ancient. Oh to just yeah. Give it a bunch of counters and take a bunch of extra Yeah, coins. okay, that'll work. Or maybe you're gonna turn Valrath into a ravenous slime. Like this one.
0: Is that something something to do with counters again, right? Green 2 for a 1-1 one, one. can't be
1: blocked by creature's power 2 or less, so it's got some cool evasion. And if a creature an opponent controls would eat shit, you exile it instead of putting it into the graveyard. And you put a number of plus 1, plus 1 counters equal to that creature's power onto Ravenous Slime. Or in this case, Balrath.
0: Okay. Illusory Ambuster is next. When it's dealt damage, draw that many cards, right? Yep. Hydra Omnivore when it deals combat damage to one player it deals to everybody yeah that's good with Akema that Akema bounce thing when it, everybody's taken valrath attack and then Akema bounce and then you can play it again yeah. okay heroes Bane. Ooh, that's a that's a plus one thing pay four put
1: you double the plus ones yeah Well, well you you put X counters on it where X is its power so you turn valrath into that tap four and now volrath is a 14. Oh,
0: 14, yeah. 14 Yeah, and then you could do it again, and then you're online for one-shot commander kill. Or you could take a bunch of counters off after you turn them into a Sage of Hours and take an extra turn, and then... Yes. Yeah, just win. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we have a Forgotten Ancient. We talked about him. We talk about him lots.
0: Yeah, whenever anybody casts a spell, put a plus one, then during your upkeep of maybe your fucking extra turn, you can move any counters from him onto whatever you want. Neat. Maybe maybe your Volrath Sage of Hours, um, uh, Mutate Pile. <laughs> <laughs> Fertile it. Remove a th- plus one, get a land? Yes. Cryptic Trilobite. What in the fuck? This card... Oh, I was going to say, this card's expensive, isn't it? No. <laughs> it used to be. Yeah, I don't know why. XX enters a battlefield with X plus ones. You can remove a plus one to add colorless colorless. Okay. You can pay one tap, put a plus one on cryptic trilobite. So you can put a counter on it and then Volrath can become it and then sure? Yeah. yeah I don't, can I, you remove counters to make colorless colorless? That only you can only use to
1: activate abilities. So you could use it to activate Volrath's ability to like turn him into a bunch of different
0: stuff. That works. But I can see it. We got Chasm Skulker. Old oh, baby. Plus one whenever we draw a card. Yep. When it dies, we get a squid for each plus one. Yeah. Yeah, like that one. Make Valrath into that, and then copy it a bunch of times with that fucking Mutate guy, or that monstrous guy, and then have them all die, because of Legend Rule, if that's what happens, and then you get a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Banshee of the Dread Choir. What the fuck? That's another myriad card. Black, black, three for a four, four. Whenever Banshee of the Dread Choir deals combat damage to a player, that player discards a card. There's your mass discard
0: shit. Hey! yeah let's see if we get any more of that fuck we got there <coughs> full circle baby okay so we've got an idea we're ramping we're we're stopping our opponents from doing stuff because Volrath and his shenaniganery if you will is kind of kind of mana intensive right yes okay so we've got We've got a counter synergy thing where we're putting counters on stuff. We're going to kind of clump this, and if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see a bunch of the a bunch of the cards on the screen makes it a little bit easier to follow. Okay, we
1: got Kazua Ruthless Stalker. That's the guy that partners with Ukima, so one finds the other. He is a 3-3 three, three for 4. Whenever a creature you control does combat damage to a player, put a plus-one, plus-one counter on that creature.
0: Yeah, so he cares about counters. I think that's maybe better than clumping, as we just say what kind of counter or where it goes, right? Because that's what Volrath cares about.
1: Yes. Okay. He cares
0: about a counter on a thing. Combine Guildmage. C- plus one on a creature we control. Generous Patron. Plus one when it ETBs on two creatures of your choice. Any any two. That's a good card I played in Anamar. Nest of Scarabs. Whenever you put a minus one on something, you get a black insect. That's cool. Yeah. So Volrath will will put a minus one, and then we get a bug. Maybe like a chump chump blo- a chug blocker. And then you can turn Volrath into a bug. Yeah. I don't know if we would do that, but Obelisk. Obelisk spider. That's a minus one on whatever we want, right? Primal Empathy. That's a plus one. And is there another kind of counter it puts on? That's from Ikoria. That's a it's a card draw if you have the biggest dude.
1: And if you don't have the biggest dude, it gets you closer to the biggest dude.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're still putting if like a counter if we don't have the biggest dude. Mm. Progenitor Mimic. Oh, that copies a thing each upkeep. That's like a clone each upkeep, right? Yes. Very yeah. good. ship. Hey, fuck yeah. That puts <laughs> minus one minus one counter all the way back from Ice Age. Shout out to Amy Weber. Did the art on that. <laughs> <laughs> Tetsamok, Primal Death. I like this one. That puts a prey counter on a creature. Shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> by, by revealing it from
1: your hand. Yeah,
0: you don't even need to spend a card.
1: Willbreaker's the last one. I'm happy this is here.
0: Oh, whenever a creature an opponent controls is the target of a spell or ability, you gain control of the creature, right? Yeah, so when you go to use Volrath to put a minus one, minus one on something, instead of putting a minus
1: one, minus one counter on it, you put a minus one, minus one counter on it and then just get it. Oh,
0: fuck yeah. That's
1: pretty fucking cool. I like that sweet. lot. sweet.
0: So we're stealing, we're copying, we're doing the card draw in black and green and blue. We're doing some controlling. We've got a little bit of a combat boost section, like a Chariot to Victory.
1: We played that last week. We did. It's two we, weeks in we a row. We didn't
0: even mean to. It does a whole bunch of stuff. There's like a... a a Firesis, right, and a Tainted Strike. Those are infects, so as soon as you can make Valrath a little bit bigger than 7, or if you make Valrath a copy of something with 10 power or 9 power, you just win the game. We've got a Kesto Orochi Archmage. It makes him unblockable, and if he happens to be a
1: snake also, it gets plus 2, plus 2. Sure. There's a Skewering Spy... That's got adapt creatures you control with a plus one plus one counter on them have flying. That's a skate wing spy for anybody who's trying to look that card up. What did I say? Skewering, skewering spy. I like that one better. Sure. Skewering. <laughs> give getting first strike though, probably. Yeah. And then we have a troll bred guardian. That's another one of those adapt creatures, so you can put counters on it. And then each creature you control with a plus one plus one has trample.
0: Oh, so, and we're gonna have lots of plus ones.
1: That's that's one of the sub themes of the deck is plus ones on Volrath or on other stuff to then make Volrath into that stuff.
0: Yeah, and you know what's funny is last week we reviewed white and white in Commander Legends kind of had a, a plus one or a, a, I guess a plus one, plus one sub-theme sort of, right?
1: And here we are playing no white and we're still playing a plus one, plus one sub-theme. It's well, almost we, like other creatures take things that other cards do. And just yeah, do it's like better.
0: green can just fucking do everything because Wizards doesn't give a shit about the color pie as long as the card's green. Yeah. When are they going to get the hint? I think, I think that's one of the overarching kind of messages that you that people are going to hear from creators when they review commander legends like we've been saying over the last year green can do everything green does everything green does everything the overarching message is or should be when the fuck are they going to realize that green can do everything we've got all the tools that we need i understand that it takes time and that's what we're going to talk about in the set review but like green's good green's good but you know why green is
1: the you, you know why right you what? know that that's a like a Hasbro marketing tool you know that well because I think, I think
0: that's a little bit conspiracy theory this is
1: let me hit you with it okay so
0: fast what's the
1: thing that people like when they first start playing magic
0: oh big 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 creatures great, big swingy things Great big
1: swingy things where big, do you find big numbers printed on cards where do you find that Lots of times in green. Now, what's going to be the most discouraging thing to a new player that's got their great, big, beefy green creatures and they're playing and then they're new and they run up against somebody who's been playing for a little bit longer than them. Maybe they're playing blue, black.
0: White and they fucking swords it. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So now your creatures just get wrecked. Mind you, they
0: they did put swords in the (laughs) pre-cons.
1: And maybe now a couple of those new players, instead of getting, well, I'll just try to play different cards, they get discouraged and... And they leave. So they make green super powerful so that when the newbie comes in, they have access to some of the most powerful stuff, and it ingrains them a little more because mm. their decks are good. And then instead of having them getting just <laughs> fucked up by a path to exile be the reason that they rage by another color and try again, <laughs> now, they're, now their decks are awesome and they get bored of playing green, so they try and do something else. That's why green is so good. It's to hook new players and hold them in the game
0: rather than get them frustrated out. That is a good theory. Boom. So that's the deck. That is the deck. We went fast. Hopefully it's easy to follow. If you can't follow, you can check it out on YouTube because all the cards, they flash and go all fast in your face like that, and you can see the whole deck.
1: Yeah, or you could check out the show notes below for the deck list.
0: Yeah, just take a look at it. Yeah, wherever you get the show. Of course, show notes are going to include the deck list or if you're on the Patreon Discord you can talk to Morgan sticky fucking batten. You just talk to him yourself and be like, yo, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> yeah. The hell's the matter with you. Yeah, that's right. Why are you doing that? That's right. Okay, so on to Commander Legends. And again, we're we're gonna the overarching themes, the feelings of the set, those are gonna be saved for the set review and our our the video portion of our set review where we're revisiting some of the returning mechanics and possibly calling each other idiots and <clears throat> drinking.
1: I don't know. I think we were pretty on point, man.
0: Yes, very much we so. We were very close. We very were very close. smart. Anybody that thinks that we don't know what we're
1: talking about because we're filthy casuals.
0: And Canadians. And, and
1: drunk. And yeah. <laughs> and all of those things are true. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're not too bad at this, Ryan. Well, that's it. It's, I was getting pretty, my butthole was clenching pretty tight with that saw ring. Oh, I know. But, but DJ came through but for DJ,
0: us. DJ, yeah, he came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking cool. On, on on a technicality, right? Because it's in the it's in the precon. <laughs> <laughs> it still counts. It does so overarching themes. That's going to be its own episode, right? Legendary creatures, because there's a thousand of them, is going to be its own episode. Yep. Today, jank stuff that we think could bolster a a, a unique build like we've got in front of us today. Yeah. Do you have a first card in blue? In blue? Yes. What is it? Amphan Mutineer? The first blue card? The very
1: first blue card. And I super like it because it's, well, it's a pirate, which I don't really care. I don't really like pirates that much. But it's a 3-3 for blue three. When it enters the battlefield, exile up to one target non-salamander creature. That creature's controller creates a 4-3 salamander warrior creature token. And it is... A Salamander itself. And it is a Salamander in and of itself. It has Encore as well, so you can bring it back. You get a copy for each opponent. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about that in one of the, the set reviews or, or the video where we were looking at abilities. Yeah, we'll get to Encore.
1: But I just think that's a cool-ass creature. Maybe it's not the best Valrath target, but it's worth playing in the deck. It also takes the Legendary Claws off of Valrath and that you beat in. Yep. And gives you some recursive removal afterwards. I like it. I like it. I think that's like a cool-ass it. card.
0: It gives them, it, you remove their biggest thing and you give them a 4-3, Yeah. or you remove your smallest thing, like one of your nest of scarab bugs, you make it a 4-3. Yeah. Or you make them all four threes if you have like three of them, or four of them, when you encore this. Yeah. Cool. You do all kinds of neat stuff with that. What do you got, Ryan? Forced Denial. And I'm not sure if this just has the word forced in it because it's a counterspell and they want to put like force and I'm fucking smarter than you. Oh, forceful denial. Forceful denial. What did I say? Forced denial. Forced denial. Forceful denial. Blue, blue, three, instant. Counter target spell. Cascade. Eh. Yeah. It's a five mana counterspell, but you're going to get something out of it. It's a counterspell with an upside. It's a counterspell with an upside. I think I wanted to highlight it. I, I think it might be a trap. Unless it's, like, your only fucking counterspell in your deck. (laughs) Mind you, you could counter, you could cascade into a second counterspell and use that counterspell to target the spell you're countering, which is... Why would you do that? Well, because you can't just, like, counter, like, if you cascade into... I guess you don't have to cast it. Ah, fuck this card. (laughs) Hull Breacher, do we want to talk about that? Do we want to talk about that? Do, Do you want me to talk you off the ledge of this should be white or are we just going to move on because everybody else is talking about it?
1: Oh, I didn't think it should be white. I think it's fine as blue. I think it... I don't know. I'm not going to say, oh, it's a color... Because fuck all that color pie shit. It doesn't exist. It's a lie. Just like the reserve list. <laughs> I think that Hull is a fine card. <laughs> because green? Yeah. I think that Hull is a fine card. I don't know if it goes in this deck. I I don't think it does. Obviously, it can go in any deck, but I don't think it goes in this deck specifically. But I think that Hull Breacher is really cool. I think that lots of people can and should play it. Yep. And I have no issue with this card being blue and not white. Sure, Mm -hmm. it could be white, but it's not. And that's fine. Do you think
0: it goes in legacy decks instead of Narset? Who can say? It could. I've got one. Okay. I've got got one. Again, not one necessarily for this deck, but one I wanted to talk about. Is it Mana Drain? That's a good card. That's a good-ass <laughs> card.
1: Spoiler, mana drain's in the set. Let's just keep going. This is Laboratory Drudge. The 3-4 four for 4 that at the beginning of each end step, you draw a card if you cast a spell from your graveyard or activated the ability of a card in a graveyard this turn? Yes.
0: Ooh. Now, I've been on record saying that if you're going to do zombies, mono, black, zombie, or bust, right? Yes. Zombies are, in my mind, a black deck. Yes. This one? Blue, don't care. Going to put it in a deck maybe, what's his name, Savina Chronoclasm? Maybe a five-color deck that I'm just doing graveyard stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Solid card. Not good in this deck Mm because you're not doing graveyard stuff, really. What about Sakashima's protege in this deck? In the maybe board of of the deck, we didn't say, but there is like a spark double and some clone-type maybes. This could fit in give it a read it's a 3-1 for blue blue
1: four with flash and cascade okay you may have it enter the battlefield as a copy of target permanent that entered a battlefield this turn so it's like a it's like a counter spell that isn't a counter spell. It's like, oh, you got a cool thing? I, I, I will also get that cool thing.
0: Yeah, and if Valrath has maybe died one, two, th- fuck, three times, and you don't necessarily have the mana to cast him and then make him something else, you could flash this in. You know, you're fronting up your Arcane Denial mana, removal mana, right? And then nobody does anything that's really bad. You just go, boom, Sakashima's Protégé, and you get some benefit and then some added benefit from cascade it's got flash what the fuck you know how much i love clones yes but uh i don't know i'm soft on this one you're soft i'm soft on it you know why you could cascade into another clone but you probably won't in your clone deck you would well my clone deck i definitely would does this go (laughs) in does this go in brutaclad petitioners no that's a good one it costs six and I don't want their stupid shit. I want my shit. Well, put, And that means it costs even more because I have to play more shit on my turn. Put your seven dwarves onto the battlefield. Cast your Sakashima. Cascade into another seven dwarves. You've got three extra seven dwarves. Not terrible. Not the worst. Not the worst. Not the worst. I will agree. Maybe not the best. Sakashima's will, however, does go in your seven dwarves deck. And we're going to talk about this card extensively because it's a lieutenant spell. And if anybody checked out our returning mechanics video on YouTube, you'll know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Choose one. If you control a commander, choose both. And this is a sorcery for blue 3. Target opponent chooses a creature they control, you gain control of it. Huh. Fine, that's great. We get the shittiest thing unless it then unless they have like one thing, then we get the best thing. Yes. Great. If if we copy their creature with Volrath and it's their only creature, then we get a Volrath and their thing, <laughs> which helps us break the commander rule of there can only be one, right? The other option is choose a creature you control. Each other creature you control becomes a copy of that creature until end of turn. You just make them fucking all Ukimas and they all die. Your opponents (laughs) die. (laughs) This goes in today's deck. This goes in seven dwarves deck because all of your creatures all become seven dwarves and then they all just pound in for like 50 damage. Now let me hit you with this. Okay. Let me
1: hit you with it, Ryan. My deck already does that. (laughs) I don't need to cast a spell to do that. Make
0: them all brash taunters. <laughs>
1: yeah, now
0: we're talking. Oh, but here's the you can't make, make them all brash taunters tap them ability on the stack to deal damage to each other uh, to to deal damage to your opponent. Make them all into seven dwarves in response so by the time all the damage is done, <laughs> they all deal damage to your opponent's but, when they're huge. But then they're not brash taunters anymore. Then they're just dead. Cuz they start killing
1: each well, other. Well, if your opponents are all dead, but they're not. Why not? Because the seven dwarves isn't indestructible and isn't a brash taunter. All they'd do then would do a hundred damage to each other and they would just die. <laughs> Still funny. It is funny, but also Sakashima's will would turn Brudaclad into a seven dwarf, and then all of my seven dwarves wouldn't have haste. Ooh, yeah, man. This. Is, it's oh a,
0: man, I'm trying to next level you. The whole set's a trap. You and Morgan Batten. I'm trying to give you something. <laughs> okay. Have we seen enough blue? Yep. So we saw some removal in the deck. I'm, I've am i got my ears and eyes open for enchantment removal, mass discard. I want to make that black-based control deck that's discarding maybe like um, Spectre Tribal or something like that. Shit, yeah. I don't think we're going to see a ton of it, but I do want to highlight the first card I want to highlight today, Feast of Succession. That is a Seb McKinnon art piece that I do actually enjoy looking at. That's I a good one, hey? I
1: agree. That's solid. It reminds me of the Alice in Wonderland game for Xbox 360 slash PS3. If you played it, good. If you haven't, you should. But it just reminds me of that game where it's kind of dark and eerie and kind of
0: yeah. pro- vaguely prophetic. Look at look at the king's robe. is the same as the knight's tunics. And look at a hand stealing his crown. Fuck, you even notice that? It's pretty good, eh? Yeah. Look at that poisonous pig. They ate it and drank all the poison pig juice. Now they're dead. They fucking drank the pig gravy. Do pigs make gravy? Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's pork. You can. We should read the card. Virtually anything. Black, black four sorcery. All Creech get minus four, minus four until end of turn. You become the monarch. So introduces monarch. I got to make a custom plane. Hey, for the next time we plane chase that when you when you planes walk to, uh, it, it would maybe be where the battle bo- the, not battle bond. the conspiracy plane. Yeah, yeah. You become the monarch. That's cool. Yeah, roll the shit. You become you become fucking double monarch or some shit, right? You become the monarch twice. Oh, dude! Can you imagine if
1: you added another monarch token to the game? Yes, you get two monarchs, and they just—I be I guess you couldn't really pass them around because they'd eventually just get collected.
0: Well, into I, one place. It, it might be like secondary monarch card. You can't hold both monarch cards at the same time. So if you're the monarch, it's like the king and queen. You can't be both the king and the queen at the same time. Says you. <laughs> So uh, very cool card. Very cool card. There's a lot of there's a lot of elf like like Lorwyn elf throwbacks in the set. Well they're eye too, which is like
1: they or they say eye blight on them, which is a, a shadow more thing. Yeah, that's that's what I mean, yeah, yeah. So I don't know
0: if these are actually from Maybe this uh, maybe this is a, it's a one of those a, everywhere a future site a future site type thing where it's like, hey, we're going back to La and Shattamore in the future just so you know how about necrotic hex? Give that bad boy a read Each player sacks X creatures, you create
1: six tapped two two black zombie creature tokens. I like it over hex because it doesn't say exactly
0: six. Yeah, each player sacrifices six creatures
1: yeah, so it's it,
0: it's a sweeper, I suppose. It is a sweeper and it costs seven though. Which is both that's... kind of off the six 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 kind of theme and also very much mana.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I mean that's pretty typical for black. sans damnation, really, a lot of their sweepers cost a bunch. Yeah, five or six. And also we're playing green in this deck, so that doesn't really. I might as well say fucking two or fifteen. And we're playing black in this deck, so it might as well just say two
0: or fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. I like this with the nest of scarabs in the deck. I like that very much. I like whenever a land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control that player loses a life and we put a plus 1 counter on Nightshade Harvester. I like that too. That would
1: be a great thing to turn Volrath into and clone a bunch of times cuz your land falling, you're draining, you're getting bigger dudes. Yeah. I like Nightshade Harvester lots in this deck specifically.
0: They're, yes, they're ramping, they're landfalling. We're getting counters on Nightshade, we can turn Volrath, then clone it a bunch or turn Volrath like Turn all our creatures into nightshade with Sakashima's will or whatever. And then they play one land and they just like take 10 damage. Man, man, man. And then all our guys get big and we just crash in. What's Then the we le- turn them all into Akimas. Fuck yeah. Kill them all, yeah. Yeah, because they all got plus ones on them. Awesome. Yeah,
1: I do like that one. So what's the uh, letter that comes after N in the alphabet, Ryan? O? Is there anything good in black at O? No, but after that there's P
0: for Phyrexian Rager. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> P rage. I <laughs> love a good P rage, especially in the morning where you have to like kind of half bend over. <laughs> oh, we're talking about different things again.
1: I like Rikasa, R- Rakshasa debaser in this deck.
0: What the and, fuck is he like a DJ?
1: Absolutely. Is. That is such a cool De fucking debaser, uh, Rakshasa. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's good on his own. He's better if you can clone him with. Volrath. Now you have two of them. What he does is he's a six-six. When it attacks, when it attacks, not deals damage. Put target creature card from defending player's graveyard into play under your control. And I like it. This is a cool-ass thing to copy with Volrath, because you can play this, then copy it, swing with your Volrath that's been out that came out a turn or two earlier. Yep. You immediately get the benefit. Then the next turn you're swinging in with both of them, which is just gonna. Just harvest that graveyard. I
0: do like that. And that is cool. It gives you, at six mana, I remember, but it does give you some form of card advantage, right? That doesn't necessarily, say, draw a card on it. And I like that there's creative ways to do that. That's kind of like what Profane Transfusion does to switch life totals and you get an XX equal to the difference and rad fucking Phyrexian art, hey? Yeah, very neat. That is a neat, neat looking card. You got any more in, in... in black vamp Tudor reprint of course and the the I wish that was a rare I really do and that's yeah, that's a nitpicky that's thing, a nitpicky I know. thing I know legends and Tevish zat are gonna be covered in the legendary creature review and probably the YouTube content because Tevish Zat t- ticks like fucking three boxes of of the we were right category it sure does <laughs> <laughs> okay on to green anything of interest that that people aren't necessarily all fucking talking about oh, god dang you know i want to just because i don't think
1: anybody's got the guts to say this <laughs> You'll okay, get here comes the internal fortitude to put this into a podcast Do you know what bio waste is
0: ryan is that like when you shit <laughs> so it's anything shit, that comes Bob.
1: outside of your body that probably, is garbage probably through your butthole which is shit, so shit blob could probably go in this set because it's green, green, two, oozes you control, get plus one, plus one at the beginning of your upkeep if you control a commander, create a copy of it.
0: We do have another ooze in this deck, the monstrous one, right? There's two of them. One of them splits itself
1: to make more. And the other one makes it bigger. And if you could turn Volrath into this, that's another one. So now all of your copies are getting big. This actually goes in the deck, Ryan.
0: This does go in the deck, as does Slurk all ingesting the other fucking Uzi Blob commander. <laughs> we'll talk about him in a week <laughs> or so.
1: You know what card actually does go in here? <laughs> shit Blob? <laughs> Besides Shit Blob. I knew you'd like that. And nobody else is going to say that, but we fucking do, because we're in CCO Nation. We can get away doing whatever we want. What are they going to do? Take away our preview card? Yep. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they will. And the card that I think goes in here really well, because it lets you play the big, splashy, high mana cost creatures way below curve, you can play Court of Bounty.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Apex Idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, fuck that card. Apex Idiot can eat my shit. Court of Bounty, on the other hand, can sit right next to Bio Waste Blob and be a great card. It's an enchantment for Green Green 2. When it comes into into play, you become the Monarch. Yep that's very good cause it draws you some more cards and at the beginning of your upkeep you may put a land card from your hand into play which is on its own is pretty good but if you're the man- monarch you can also put instead of a land you can put a creature from your hand yeah that's so a good one so you can put in a clone to clone your non-legendary anymore of you can put in something for Volrath, the clone that you don't have mana for it lets you free up your mana to play your six mana cost flash clone or your 10 mana cost super good counter spell because the creature you were going to play in your turn is free now yep so this goes in the deck really well and since it's a deck based around attacking you're going to be able to strip the monarch off of somebody else to give it back to yourself hopefully for a round of the table so that you get that benefit yep So this
0: is a good card in general, exceptionally good in this deck. I like it. You know what's funny? Is in Legacy, you could maybe get that out on like turn two. And then on turn three, you put Emrakul into play. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what's funny is that's slower than show and telling. So people are like, I don't know, I'll just play show and tell. Yeah, it's not even that good. Yeah, I'll just play show and tell and (laughs) just fucking put an Emrakul or brand onto the battlefield. And if it is brand, I'll just draw down to Emrakul. Or fill my hand up to kill everything that's in the way and just fucking beat you to death with the old hook and fucking hammer hand, (laughs) Grizzlebrand. Anyways. Okay,
1: moving on. Is there anything else in green that you think would go very well in this deck? Gift of Paradise,
0: but I think we're already playing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good-ass card. I play that card. I don't know. Like, we're already playing lots of good green kind of volrath target cards then i look at things like hunter's insight where it's like whenever choose a creature you control when it deals combat damage to a player we draw that many cards right we're going to be attacking with whatever volrath transforms into so that's a good one the gift of paradise we're already playing stuff like that that's a good one megas of the order sacrifice megas of the order pay green tap it sacrifice another creature Search for a creature, put it onto the battlefield. Another way to maybe this costs five all in and discard a creature card or sack a creature card to to get whatever your best Volrath target is at the time. Maybe it's Okima, and then you find Kazr. So like you're replacing that green creature you sacrificed, and you're replacing the Magus of the Order. If you search for Okima, Akima and Kazr, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's you can find ways to to kind of make that as good as Natural Order. I'm a fan of those order cards, or not order, Magus cards. I like them. Yeah, I like the throwback because it's nostalgic, right? Yeah, I think that's probably why I like it. Yeah, I think it is too, and, and that's like... I don't care that they're functionally just way worse versions, like... Magus
1: of the Bazaar oh, is a piece of trash. Yeah, that's but, fine.
0: But sometimes you want a creature. Yeah, sometimes you, you want, want a creature dude. that does some interesting or powerful effect, right? I wish, and again, this is a topic for the set review proper. I wish that we saw more nostalgic characters that were from like the Weatherlight Invasion story arc.
1: Yeah, and
0: and we kind of didn't. We got some, but not a whole ton. Anything else in green? I like. It's. I find green is is a little bit hit and miss. Not only for this deck, but for for Commander Legends in general, which is kind of contrary to what I said earlier, where we get it, like, green's fucking good. Stop printing good green cards. But (laughs) we didn't talk about any of those awesome green cards. Well, we're we're jumping over a bunch of the Commanders in this, both because we're going to talk about them next week and because you can't really...
1: You can copy them with Volrath, but there's a bunch of hoops you got to jump through, and fuck that, we're not about hoops. Well, I do love a good hoop, I won't lie. You know, I found a hula hoop in my garage yesterday. We're talking about different things. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Because it lights up and shit. I don't know why I have it. I don't know where it came from. Neat. It was the
0: damnedest thing. So what do you think? Okay, you're looking through the artifacts, you're scrolling. We've seen, we've we've done a quick look at white, blue, black, green. What do you think so far? Legends notwithstanding, artifacts, lands, spicy reprints, abilities notwithstanding. Are you liking some of the, the generic these are commander cards. I mean you said you're a little bit underwhelmed is that still true? I think I'm still a little bit medium, but I'm and I've been getting a lot of flack for this actually. Oh yeah? By
1: my mediumness on the set, but I don't want my mediumness to be taken as a down cuz it's not. Cuz this set didn't blow up the format. It did inject a bunch of cards that are really cool and lots of fun. We talked about a bunch of them already, yep. and we're going to talk about a ton of them next week. But I don't think that there are the the power level of anything really blows my nuts off. You know what I mean? Like there's a couple of cards, obviously, that's like holy fuck, this is ridiculous. But like, there's not a ton of them. Yeah. And so, or they're costing at like nine or ten mana, eight yeah. or nine mana. And like, what we used to say all the time: if you're going to pay eight for something, it should win you the game. Yeah. And there, here we are. Now
0: you got to pay nine for something, and it might not even win you the game. Yep, and and that does that does a little bit force us to run more efficient like c- counterspells removal interaction, which is something that probably as as casual players that you and I are probably you and I and people like us need to do that anyways. So if all of a sudden this t- nine mana win the game type card comes along and I just keep getting bent over to it, well. It's actually an easy fix. The card is just powerful. So I'm gonna run something that is efficient to temple them out. And and while that does kind of keep Commander on the trajectory that it was on is kind of transforming into a temple-based format, I'm okay with that because that means that people are playing those big battle cruiser type spells. Yes. Which I think is fun.
1: I think it's more important that people are playing nine and ten mana spells as opposed to just playing two and three zero metaphors. mana spells interaction for those spells that don't exist anymore they're just valuing each other out yeah I'd much rather just tap 10 and get my shit countered than tap two and get my shit countered anyway
0: because <laughs> at least I'm tapping
1: 10 right because at least I have the opportunity to play the new Kamal I like
0: the new Kamal lots and lots
1: so yeah we'll use yeah, him yeah, as yeah. An example. Oh, we'll talk about him later yeah yeah
0: but- hey, I, I got I got one more I didn't kay. mean to cut you off Hit me with but it. But you, you're you looking at it, too, for this deck, right? This is the last one we'll talk about. Okay. Stump Squall Hydra. Oh, baby. This is a 1-1 one, one for green, green, green X. When it enters the battlefield, distribute X plus one counters among any number of cr- commanders. Among it and any other commanders. Oh, sure. Holy shit. Did it,
1: wh- if I had a Willbender, can I just steal everybody's shit with that? It doesn't say
0: target on it. Uh, I think Will Bender says it needs to target. Oh, that sucks. Because that would be we're so distributing stupid. counters. But the 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 key is, is we can then make Volrath a copy of those things without having to put a minus one counter on it. So m- not only is it political, it makes Volrath bigger. We can target Volrath and three other commanders if they're out, and then Volrath can become any one of those things. Oh, I like that. That is a so, that is so cool. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a Shit, good one. Yeah. That, that one is actually from the pre-cons. So we'll uh, we'll talk about whether or not we're going to pick up the precons maybe next week as well. We're teasing next week a lot because that's the proper set review. And don't worry anybody who's worried about red, we've got lots. of, Trust me, lots of red decks submitted by CCO Nation. We're going to be talking about them next next week. Um, over week, kind of like over tomorrow, but over week. God damn it! Here <laughs> we're back here
1: again. But yeah, we're going to be talking about that next week or. Er, next next week after next week's set review. So hopefully you enjoyed what we talked about today. Big thank you to Sticky Batter for sending this deck into us. It's very, very cool. I really like it as a deck. I encourage you all to check out the deck list. Again, link in the show notes below. Big thank you to FusionGamingOnline.com where you can use special promo code ccofusion5 to get all of your gaming needs met and also let them know that their partnership with commander cookout podcast is a good one because we're awesome you're awesome and we're all just making the world a better place
0: and i'm sure i'm sure because this is a draftable openable product there will be a ton of commander legends singles available from fusion of which you can get five percent off with that with CCO Fusion 5 promo code once all the singles are available. Oh, shit, yeah, especially those Prismatic Pipers after I open all of them in my boxes. And just mail them in for free. And the price just
1: tanks. You'll be able to pick (laughs) pick yours up. They'll probably have my tears on them still.
0: (laughs) Yes, they will.
1: So be sure to check that out and come back next week when you hear our thoughts on the rest of Commander Legends, the entire set, on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!